Hey besties! Well, it looks like the time has finally come. Welcome to episode 6 of my Anime Reviews podcast. Unfortunately, this episode will also be known as the series finale. Sad, I know. I've had so much fun writing and recording this podcast for you guys. It made me feel like I had a place to just talk and spill my guts to someone, even if not many people listen to the podcast. I really liked finally being able to give my honest opinions on something, even if not many people were listening to what I had to say. It was honestly really entertaining and fun for me. I don't know if you guys enjoyed it, but I sure enjoyed it. Thank you for always being willing to listen to me and talk and talk about one of the things that I love most in life, anime. That sounds so geeky. Anyways, let's not talk about the sad things and just get on to the main point of this episode. So, since this is the season slash series finale, I will not be talking about a specific anime in this episode. Instead, I will be talking about highlights and summaries from all the past episodes that I have done. With that said, this episode does not require a summary of the past episode, since all I'm doing in this episode is literally summaries. As you probably already guessed, no spoiler session for this episode either. Duh. I'm not even talking about a specific anime in the first place. Oh my gosh, I still can't get over this being the last episode. I feel like it's all gone by so fast, even though it's been like six weeks. Well, now it's been six weeks. It feels like it was just yesterday that I was sitting at my desk trying to figure out how to word my introductory episode. My god, you have no idea how much I struggled with that episode. I mean, think about it. It was my first time ever writing a podcast, and it's not like I was even going to talk about my topic. I was just going to introduce it. And I'll be completely honest, I did kind of struggle with my first episode, but all the other episodes were fun. Getting to rant about my favorite things never gets old. It never will. Anyways, I'm going to quit trying to stall time with my introduction and just get on to what this episode is actually about. Summaries over all my past episodes. So we're going to start off with my first episode of my podcast. I know it wasn't necessarily a review, but I do want to go over some of my favorite parts of the podcast. More like favorite part of the podcast, singular noun. (laughs) So I believe I started off the first episode by talking about how I got into anime in the first place. Even though I remember this vividly, you might not, so I'm gonna go over it again because I love telling this story. So, it was one cool September night. The year was 2020. Duh. (laughs) I believe it was a Friday night because I had stayed up late watching my first anime, and if I had school the next day, then I probably would not have stayed up. Anyways, I was thinking about my best friend and how she kept asking me if I would watch an anime for her. I remember that I had made a deal with her long before that. The deal was that if I watched an anime, she had to watch what was then my favorite show called Insatiable. I kept talking about that and thinking about that, and I eventually thought to myself, what is there to lose? So I pulled up Netflix on my iPad and started looking for a show that would catch my attention. Now, for being completely honest here, I had absolutely no idea what I was looking for. I didn't know what to search up. I did not know where to start either. I had heard her say the names of a few of her favorite animes before, but I never really cared enough to remember them because I never thought that I would watch them. (laughs) That sounds so mean. So I ended up just clicking the show that Netflix had spotlighted, which was a show named Kakeguri, which is Japanese for gambling madness. Now, if you've watched this show before, then you would probably agree that it's not the best choice for a first anime. As I said in my first episode, you would probably run away screaming. Anyways, I picked up my phone, took a picture of my iPad screen with the anime on it, captioned the picture, doing this for you, bestie, and sent it to her. She opened it quickly since that loser has nothing else to do. Just kidding, just kidding. No, I'm not. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Sophia, that's mean. 
<laughs> and she replied in all caps, no, not that one. And I didn't really question it since I figured that she was basically a professional at picking which anime to watch. She recommended a show titled The Promised Neverland, so I just followed her advice. That same night, I started watching the show with my dad. That was the day that I started my love for these animated television shows about fictional characters living out their interesting lives, to say the least. I finished that show in literally one and a half days. It wasn't that hard since at the time, there was only one season of the show, with only 12 episodes in the season. Anyways, speaking of The Promised Neverland, that brings me to my summary of episode 2. In episode 2, I talked about my grand love for the show The Promised Neverland. Duh. <laughs> I'm going to talk about some highlights of my review, starting with the plot. So, The Promised Neverland is the adorable yet terrifying story of survival, as I described it in my second episode. It follows a group of orphans who live together at Greasefield House with the owner of the house, Isabella, aka Mom. They have everything they could ever want. They have an amazing education, they are loved, they're well-fed. could possibly go wrong. Well, apparently a lot can go wrong. <laughs> this whole show takes a turn when two of the older orphans, Norman and Emma, discover the truly deadly and terrifying secret that awaits the children that get adopted outside of Gracefield House. From this reveal, the show only gets better as it turns into a cat and mouse game of escape plans and even more secrets as Norman, Ray, and Emma uncover the true and sinister purpose behind the only home that they've ever known. After I talked about the plot, I went on to talk about how fascinating the animation was. I talked about how the animation tends to go for gestures of deep fear and horror, which I find way more interesting than your typical action animation. The art style is very ominous and mysterious, which I also really enjoy. I talked about the cliffhangers and how you always want to watch the next episode right as soon as you finish the one that you were watching. Each episode leaves off on the perfect cliffhanger, never giving away what is to come in the next episode. In the end, I rated this anime a 10 out of 10, which I said was an amazing way to start off the actual review segment of my Anime Reviews podcast. Now, in episode 3, review 2, I decided to turn away from the horror genre. In episode 3, I focused on the popular sports shown in anime, Haikyuu. I started off by talking about how every single Friday afternoon when season 4 was still airing, I would get home and instantly pull out my laptop to watch the new episode that had just aired while I was at school. God, I loved that show. <laughs> Anyways, Haikyuu is a widely known beginner anime because of its basic, easy to understand, and interesting plot. It is a sports anime following a volleyball team from a school called Karasuno High School and their journey towards reaching the Japanese high school volleyball nationals. I talked about how the show does a really good job on teaching the watcher the rules of the game as the show progresses. One of my favorite things is that even though you shouldn't go into this anime expecting surprises, you will definitely get a lot of them along the way. It's a contradicting statement, I know, but still. <laughs> I rated this anime an overall 7 out of 10. Some of the pros were that Haikyuu is full of heartwarming moments. The bond between all of the members of the team is one of the most beautiful things that I've ever seen, and it's really interesting to watch how they all learn together to eventually become a power team, even though there were some rivalries between one of them in the beginning. More like some of them, but yeah. <laughs> Anyways, this is just part of describing how great the character development in this anime is. When I say great, I mean amazing. The character development might be my favorite thing in this anime, besides the animation and Oikawa, of course. Oh dear, Oikawa. <laughs> you know what, I might as well just cut off the summary for Haikyuu here before I go on into an endless rant about my love for Oikawa.
<laughs> Besides, if you've been listening to all my episodes, then you've already heard that rant and you probably do not want to hear it again. So with that said, moving on. In episode four, I reviewed my favorite television show of all time. Not just my favorite anime of all time, but my favorite television show of all time. Now that says a lot. Anyways, the show that I reviewed in episode four is an anime called Erased. The genre of Erased is mystery and psychological, which for me is already a huge attention grabber. (laughs) I love anything that has to do with like thriller, suspense, mystery, horror, you know, that type of thing. This show follows 29-year-old Satoru Fujinuma and his adventure when he is sent back 18 years into the past to save his murdered classmates. He experiences this thing called revival, which is basically a supernatural phenomenon that brings him back moments before a life-threatening moment in order to prevent it from happening. You know, no biggie or anything. Actually, scratch that. Yes, biggie. Big biggie. Huge biggie. (laughs) One day, after a tragedy occurs that Satoru is blamed for when his mother visits him in Tokyo, he is sent back 18 years into the past, where he relives a very specific time period in his time as an elementary school student in his hometown of Hokkaido. Because of this, he is given a chance to save his classmates, which were the victims of a serial kidnapping case that occurred at the time. This will not only change the past, but it will also greatly alter the course of the present. This show was a lot like The Promised Neverland, in the sense that every episode leaves off on a cliffhanger, and it always leaves you wanting more of the show. The animation is absolutely beautiful, and the storyline will always be perfect in my heart, which is why I gave this anime a 10 out of 10 from the first time that I watched it. And even though I have not rewatched this anime a singular time, I know that I do not need to rewatch it to know that this anime will forever hold a special place in my heart. The friendship and character development between the two main characters, Kayo and Satoru, has set my friendship standards way too high, and it even made me cry a little bit at moments. (laughs) Anyways, let's move on to the summary of my past episode. In my latest episode, besides this one of course, I talked about Oran High School Host Club. Oran High School Host Club is a romantic comedy anime from 2006. It follows the main character, Haruhi Fujioka, who is attending an expensive, prestige, rich kid's school on a scholarship. She naturally looks more masculine and wears more masculine clothes, accidentally tricking other students into thinking that she's a guy. One day, she stumbles upon the host club while she was looking for a quiet place to study. When she meets them, she accidentally knocks over a really expensive vase, so the host club tells her that she can repay her debt by working in the host club as a male host, which wasn't much of a struggle for Haruhi since she got along well with all the other female guests who also thought that she was a guy. That's basically the beginning of the show. The rest of the show follows Haruhi's funny adventures and antics with the host club, and she realizes how fun and wacky the students at the academy really are. Just like with Haikyuu, but way better, (laughs) the friendships formed in this are absolutely immaculate. You come to realize that all the members of the host club would not be the same versions of themselves if they had never met each other. They need each other to be the best versions of themselves. I also talked about how I love the animation, even though it's kind of considered outdated. I mean, why wouldn't it? It's from 2006. It's a really pretty animation, and it might be one of my favorite art styles that I've ever seen in an anime. Anyways, besties, sorry to say it, but I think that's it for our season finale. Thank you for sticking around throughout the entire series. I greatly appreciate you guys listening to me rant about anime. I won't see you guys next time, because unfortunately... There won't be a next time. Sad. Thank you for tuning in for episode 6, the final episode. Have a wonderful week, a wonderful month, a wonderful year, a wonderful life.
Bye, besties.